This is Amichal Shapiro Negan that we have to put on the next album. Gorgeous Negan.
Mamash, like very inside. Inside, inside, inside. Yalla. Rabbi Yisai, Rabbi Yisai, Dafcha. Okay, today we have a, today we're going to be finishing this parrot. Yisrat Hashem. And we have a, today is very special because we're learning him explaining the Balatanya. I want a, a minute, a brief Chazara and a, a little bit of a Achana. Essentially, there are three types of people the Rebbe is speaking about. There's the cold, stiff person that in his teva, he's just not mitragesh at all. It's just, he does not, he's not moved by anything. Hey, mazel tov, I heard your son's getting engaged. You know, like that kind of guy. Or you heard there was this earthquake that killed like 9,000 people in India. Eh, whatever, like same thing. No. Then there's a person that in his teva, he's ratchan. Ratchan means he's a fumer. He's right in his teva, in his nature. He's a, he has like a, he's a ginger. Okay? You're, you're, like the, you're like the tikkun of gingies, Avi. <laughs> like gingies are usually, you know, in the teva, they're like, you know. And then you have a person that perhaps in their teva, they're actually on fire for Hashem. That's three different types of people. So obviously, the most dangerous one is what according to this or the or the most the, the lowest one is who? The, right, the stiff cold one. I said a word on Shabbos like this. It says about about Paro. Right, but Rapara was a Bachor, right? Paro was the firstborn. He knew that he was going to be killed. Nachon? Paro was knew that he was going to be part of Makas Bachoras. What does the Torah tell us about the night of Makas Bachoras? The Paro woke up in the middle of the night. How on earth did he go to sleep? <laughs> How on earth was he able to actually go to sleep? No? Well, that says everything. Yonah also went to sleep. Huh? He didn't have a death decree over his head. Maybe over <laughs> other people. But this is, a, this is a crazy thing. He actually went to sleep. So that's like the clip of Paro is Mamish Adishut, is being apathetic to, to whatever happens. What the Rebbe is giving us with this book called Hachsharas Avrechim is to be able to train your Teva that even if you're born as someone that's stiff or you're born as someone that has a Kharif temper inside, there is a way of getting out of it. And that's what this book is called, Hachsharas Avrechim, training people to go one step above whatever their teva is to them. Because many people can, you know, come to this place of saying, look, this is just the way I'm, I'm born. That's what we said last time. This is just my teva. What could I do about it? To become someone that has become an emotional person in a healthy and proper way is what we're aiming towards in this Sefer. So look in the middle of Daf Chav and the second paragraph. This is, a, this is a very interesting thing. He says, uh, What do we know about Ish Israeli? That we have a Nefesh Elokis and Nefesh Bahamis. We have the animal soul, we have the godly soul. But we know that the animalistic soul is a Merkava Lenishmas Elokihi. What does that mean? What does it mean that it's a chariot for the godly soul? What does that mean? It, it, uh, it carries it. It, has a, it, has a, it can have a positive function. 
Ah, so the Rebbe told us in Bnei Machshava Tova as well, is that when you feel something and it's coming from a place of anger, or it's coming from a place that you're not so happy with, but it's a feeling, that's, a, that's actually an opening of a gate towards something that can be beautiful. And it, uh, you have to use every moment of feeling something, even if it's a Nefesh Bahamid, because that's at least a gate opener. And that's a very interesting thing. You know, um, I, I told you a story about someone that was so... He, he had a horrible relationship that lasted for a few years, and then he would, might fall into a deep depression because he knew that he'd, he'd have to shut his heart off afterwards because he was so vulnerable. We shared this once. And then about two years later he spent a whole night talking to a girl that he was falling in love with. And in the middle of the night, she said to him, oh, I can't wait for you to meet my chassan. Mm. Right? <laughs> right. Now, but, but the cool thing was that he walked to, he was in yeshiva with us. He came back to yeshiva, and uh, he was so happy. So we asked him, what, did you meet your zivug tonight? He's like, no. I'm like, well, what, so who'd you meet? He's like, well, I did meet a woman of my dreams, but she's engaged to a very nice guy. I think, so why are you so happy? He says, because I realized that I could actually feel. And just knowing that I could actually feel made me so happy again. That's a, that's a very healthy approach to realizing where you are with your emotions. It's a very, very interesting place. That's not necessarily Nefesh Bahamis, because he didn't do, he didn't do any... He's a good mamish, a good yeshiva bacher. Happen to think that, you know, this may be the right thing. But when it's, let's say it's something that, you know, is not such a good thing. Are you happy about it? Well, you have to be happy about the fact that you feel and that you sense something. Not necessarily chas v'shon that you end up doing bad things. So, but a nefesh bahamis is a chariot towards you can do something with it. When, you're, when that's activated, you, you could actually do something with these emotions. But it gives you the choice actually to do this without having without having the negative pull then you can never build self-esteem because you never have the right. opportunity to make good choices the stiff person is not even in that parsha he has ne- nothing's waking him up to do bad or good nothing so this is already Deep Kabbalah, I can't get into this right now, but basically, the, etzem, the essence of what the Nefesh of Bahamis is, is the aspect of, the, of, a, of a shor, which is the, one of the faces in the chariot, whatever, not for now. And we know that when we do, you know, channel this thing that came first for maybe something animalistic, and we channel it, to, it's possible. It is possible to channel those energies into something holy. Lachen, gam ba banefesh habahamis ubeteva haish avodaso avodas hakodesh tluya. So even in this person, right in the nature of a person like this, where in in the, in their nature, they're leaning towards naturally doing things that are maybe not so ayayas, not so givalt. They can get they they can get to avodah kedusha. They just were never trained how to. And that's what this book is for. Again, Hachshara. Hachshara. Hachshara ta'avrechim. We still haven't found the right word for it, because it's not exactly preparation, and it's not like nothing to do with the kibbutz, which is usually what you, when you say the word Hachshara. And it's not about kosher, necessarily. 
training would be the closest we've gotten to, but we'll, we'll keep on developing it. From his father, from Gurdjisk, Parshas told us, The truth is, one second, I'm not skipping over. I learned from Rav Natan Siegel to say these words right out. So I'm going to say all the letters here, okay? Imre Elimelech, Mikvod Kedushas Adoni Avi Mori, Harav HaTzadik VeHakadosh, Zecher Tzadik VeKadosh Livrocha, Lechaye HaOlam Haba. Whoa! That's how powerful it is. Yeah. That's how powerful it is. He taught me that. Rav Natan, one time in Shir, he said, yeah, it, was a great, it was a great moment. Lechaye HaOlam Haba. We're good? Yeah? Okay. Okay. Parshas told us back inside. The Yetzer Hara of, of uh, warmth, you could actually, you know, enter into Kedusha. But the Yetzer Hara of Paro, of coldness, of stiff neck, and you can't, you can't put that person inside. Yeah, very good. That there's nothing to do. Therefore, Mochotim Chazecha Amalek. Because with that, Enachaklum. Chamimus, Seder. You know, for instance, like who would be, who would be a good example of like, you know, like listen. Esav and, and Yitzchak. I mean, this is a weird thing to say, but like based on Tehillim or what we know about David Amelech, what was he in his Teva? In his nature? Hot, gingy. And not necessarily, <laughs> but not necessarily in his teva, it wasn't necessarily lechatchila for Kedusha. I mean, that's basically how we got Book of Tehillim. If his teva was chamimus de Kedusha, there would be no Sefer Tehillim. P- praying to figure out a way to take the teva of the chamimus of the Yitzhara into Kedusha. That's a wonderful thing. That's a beautiful thing, you see? <clears throat> Very good. But Amalek, Asher Karcha Baderach, En. And We brought in the beginning of Chovas Talmidim the words of the Rav HaKadosh. Who's the Rav HaKadosh? Balatanya. In the Siddur, where he says like this, Sharat Khan Betivo. Alul teva levavo lihislavus berish be'esha tshuka atkan l'shona hakadosh. The ratchan, someone who's a fumer in his nature, he can eventually take that fume, that those fumes, and bring it up to to rish be'esh bigdusha. That's why you see a lot of the balei tshuva yeshivas. You see some guys that are mamish hotheads, right? And it's hard for us to relate to them because they're mamish hotheads and on fire. Especially by, by the, there's a certain chaver in the breast of the Svartisha world. These guys are hotheads, right? Do you know, who, do you know where they, who, what they were, these guys? These guys were running gangs. Mamish, running gangs. The leader of gangs. Crazy, crazy stuff. <coughs> these are not flower children of, Ber- of, of Haight-Ashbury in 1967. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Nachon. So that so the so the Balatanya told us this now Zotomeret Shekashel Orer Baish Mida Vinyan Bavoda 
בלתי אם גם טיבו תסקשר לה. It's very hard to awaken within a person a holy way of doing something if, they, if their nature is not an active nature. If they don't have an active nature as it is, you could tell someone all day long how holy it is to do mitzvahs. It probably won't do anything to them. But if a person in their nature is an activated type of nature, someone that gets up in the morning and he's not stuck in bed, he actually does go out and do stuff, but it's maybe not the best of things. That's a person we, that we're dealing with and we could talk with. But when a person's teva is not mit kasher, not with a kuf, with a kaf, when a person's nature is not trained, it's very hard for a person like this to engage in a world of holiness. And, the, and that, for, for better, whatever, the, the jinji, he'll get to fiery coals with the Rebbe much faster, or maybe even bichlal, much more than the person that, let me just be a simple yid, I'm fine. I'm okay. It's like a person like, you know, I've heard people say, listen, the six million, you know, they were killed. Just leave me alone. He should, be, he should just say thank you. I'm not doing a veritas. You ever hear that line? You probably haven't heard it, but it's like, it has set, you know, it's gone through somewhere, the, the inner chambers of certain people. Whatever. I, I see how crazy the world is. The world's mashuga. Like, God should just be thankful that I'm not running around and, 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 and doing some really bad sadder. That guy, I don't believe anyone that actually says that, but in, a person like that, it's hard to machshir him because he's not trained at all to feel anything. We're talking about training people to feel properly. Vehine, Harav Zatzal, the Balatanya, he is speaking there only about actual passion. And how tremendous it is to even have someone that's passion, that, has, that, has, that has passion, that can be turned into something holy. Like he said, that the, the, the fire of passion is like burning coals. So therefore, he's speaking about the nature of someone that's a ratchan, that's a passionate you know, person, that's a, at least trained for something like this. The ratchan, with his, with his fume, he's coming from a place of anger, but... But we've already established that a person like that can go, take an example of David HaMelech, can reach very, very high heights when it comes to Avodah Hashem. That's what the Balatanya was addressing. Lo ken anu. That's not our sugya. Yeah, Eli. Is he saying that the Rav is talking from personal experience? No, 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 no. No? No, 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 no. If, if there was a real Lubavitcher in this room, he'd, th- he'd throw he'd a throw chair. Yeah, he'd throw you out of here right now. When I read the words. No, no, no. Okay. I, I, I don't... Read again. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I could choose to say that he's speaking in first language, you know. He, uh, okay. But I don't know. I don't, it's interesting. Yeah. In Lubavitch, yeah. 
we have from the like the last Rebbe, mm-hmm. right? Do you know how many things we have from him that he spoke about himself? I think he shared in his whole life maybe two or three things that ever happened to him. Mm-hmm. Ever. It's not at all the Indian in Lubavitch. The Balatanya, I don't know anything that the Balatanya ever said about himself. The Friedeker Rebbe, though, he's the Yotzamina Klau, the sixth Rebbe, because mm-hmm. he wrote those memoirs. Those are all personal experiences that I, he's mamish like Yotz. He had a lot of things that he was like very different with. He was something else. But well, what makes you think he's speaking about himself? That the Alter Rebbe was like a Ratchan in his teva? That this, no, I'm thinking that this was a really important lesson. That this was really the Dafka people might think that I, you know, I, I don't know this because I don't have this, but he, but he is saying no, Dafka the Rebbe had this, and he's talking from the highest place. Hmm. Would it, let me ask you, Shaila, would it make you makabel this Torah more knowing that it's coming from someone that personally experienced it? Absolutely. Do you feel Rebbe Nachman was a was a very very depressed human being? I don't know. Don't know. Words, Would it be easier for you to hear his Torahs and Simcha if there was confirmation that Rabbi Nachman suffered from severe depression? It's easier, but there's something to it. In other words, the reason I listen to Mishlei, or not Mishlei, but I listen to Kohelas, is because Shlomo, Shlomo wrote it. He wasn't a schlepper. Anybody can mm-hmm. say, oh, who cares about it? Mm-hmm. Here's a guy who went through it. He fell. He saw it. No, I know something. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's in it. The reason I could listen even okay. to Rabbi Asher is because he said, right. I've been through this. Right. It's real for me. It's in my guts. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can do this. So that's, uh, I don't know. That's I can't help but think, you know, that the, the reason why I can hear all day long Torah from Reb Shlomo about love and about tshuva mm-hmm. is because that's the parsha. That was his parsha. Uh-huh. Like it really was love. Right. So it comes, it comes from here. It's, I can hear from here different than I hear from here. And somebody's talking from here. Uh. It meets... Did you ever read anything else in the Tanya where you felt like he was speaking in first first person? No. Right, me that's neither. Why, that's why this jumped at me. Interesting. Is anyone else following this conversation we're having with Ellie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yossi, come on. What do you think? What do you think about What do you think about Rabbi Nachman? Because people, you know, uh, yeah, academics have written these. He's manic depressive. That's like the modern diagnosis. Did he have ups and downs? Probably, yeah. Yeah. And he wrote about it, and he addressed it, he spoke about it. And I I don't know if that, like, belittles his point or strengthens his point that he was, so to speak, vulnerable enough to be a Rebbe and and, and talk about this. Or people poo-poo it to say, oh, the guy was off his rocker anyway. So, you know, of course he's just trying to make everyone feel better and himself feel better. So it gives you these life hacks. My image of him is that he was very, very depressed, but he battled depression. Yeah. Yeah. I stuck on a dentist who told me he never had a cavity. Right. 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 I'm not interested in your per- so-called perfection. Right. I'll go right there, right? Yeah. Avram, the test of Avram is a test of Avram because he's chesed by nature. That's a test. Kill your son. Is your chesed for me or for you? Uh, yeah. That's a test. Interesting. Right? All Interesting, the, all yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's very chazak. For me, examples because they lived it. We don't have saints. Let me ask you. Let me ask you something. If you found out, if we like had the Alter Rebbe right now for like three minutes, right, mm-hmm. and we asked him, 
is this you? And he says, it's not me, but I'm able to go there. If he's able to go there, I'm fine with it. If right. he's really able to go there. I would take the, I mean, I would take the of his word. But I, I, I'm, I'm able to go but there. That's what I'm saying. If, yeah. if you, because, because a tzaddik has, has, has the ability. Remember, Rabbi Shlomo told me the Ishbitzer, this is the most wild teaching. Mamash, Pashas, Vayigash. He said, the highest level a Yid can reach in this world is not to be just a tzaddik that never tasted sin. It's to be a tzaddik that tasted the pain of being far from Hashem that results in an Avera without doing the Avera. It's almost like someone that appreciates um, their, their children's life to the extent that someone that would have lost a child and get their child back without losing their child. Something, you know, like such a wacky <coughs> scenario. But this is like... This is the world with, with tzaddikim. These things are actually, you know, this is wild stuff. But, but you're a wild man. <laughs> you're a wild man, at least. Okay, so let's go back inside. Kacha. Lo ken anu. So we're not in this sefer, in this parasha, we're not only speaking about those that are ratchanim in their teva, kvisha amarnu, we're, we're speaking about where does a person start to feel bichlal? How do we shake him up in the first place? Zazua, No, a concussion is called, a, I think it's called Zazua Moach, actually. I think that's what a concussion is called. We're trying to get someone to, to, to stir them up. Bichlal, in the first place. They're not even, they're not moving and they're not feeling anything. Asher lo prati We're not only speaking about the person that has this passion and this fiery coals and we're trying to channel it to Kedusha. Rakakol haritzon v'amidot batluim. It's not just that he understands and is that it's a good thing to have feelings of yira and ahava. The cold person can know that in his mind without activating it. Right? The cold person can come to a very consciously logical, rational conclusion that it does make more sense and it's the proper thing to do to establish emotions of fear and love. El amai, I'd rather not. I'm okay. It's true, you're right. That's probably a cooler way of living. But I'm, go- I'm still going to stay in this place. That We're not talking about that. Ragam yit ragesh but you're ratzon. We're trying to get people that have a ratzon to become an emotional person with yira and ahava. That's what we're trying to establish here in this sefer. That even people that aren't naturally emotional people in their teva, you could blame it on parents that never showed love. I had one friend growing up that the, I, I'm shocked, shocked, shocked that it's, he's, he's an emotional person because one time we were traveling, we were about to board a plane and for a while and I felt so bad. My father's there kissing and hugging me and you know, my father cries when you say... When you say uh, good morning, my, that's my Abba. You guys know that. But this person, I couldn't believe it. He was about to go like this to his father, and his father said, and gave him a hand. 
father gave him a hand. Like, how could a person, and he is, it's amazing, my friend actually has this emotional side to him. So some people say, listen, the world, the world I grew up in, the people I had in my life, my parents, the most, my teachers, my mechanchim, no one ever displayed it. <clears throat> so how do you expect this from me? Well, I don't expect it of you, but I want to arouse within you a ratzon to want to be an ishmit ragesh. Again, ragam yitragesh birtsono yiratova avato kana. Lachen, five lines from the bottom. Lachen. לעניין הזה אין לנו לדבר מטבע הרתחנות הפרטית בלבד. We're not only speaking about the person that has a place in him that does get, you know, emotional in the wrong way. רק מן ההתרגשות בכלל הכוללת התרגשות לרתחנות וגם לרחמנות, לבכות וגם לשמוח כנר. We're talking about everything, not just passion, but also compassion. Also to be able to cry, and also to be able to be b'simcha. Shehu yoter muqshar le'itararut azot. This is something that you need to have much more training in order to wake up, to live a life of actually knowing, this sounds crazy, how to control your emotions, how to activate them in certain moments. There are moments that we... We would love to feel more, but we say, listen, it's just not me, so we give up on it. He's saying, that's not necessarily so. You want to feel something at a Leviah. You don't just want to go there because it's the right <coughs> thing to do. You actually want to feel something at a Leviah. Some people have a hard, harder time feeling something at a Simcha. I actually want to feel the Simcha of this Chassan and Kala coming together. I want to feel the Simcha of the parents marrying off a child. That's just not me to feel like that. En baya. This is the Avod that we're here for. I want this. You need Hachshara. You need training for it. Don't think everyone has it naturally. And this is the avoda of the Sefer. With the help of the one that's Meora Yeshenim. That's another code word for God. <laughs> With the help of the Meora Yeshenim, the one that wakes up everyone from Shlufis, how do we become an Ishmit Ragesh? How do we become emotional people? Now, a person that's naturally emotional, he can come and say, I guess this Sefer is not for me. Why? Because I already am. Right? So is this Sefer for is that person? The right huh? You can be emotional that, about sports. That's, that's the Indian. That's the Indian. I had a, 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 it's a very interesting thing. Two people yesterday told me that they got such Hana by opening up an NBA game recap the other day, and getting such pleasure by not recognizing yeah. any, of the, any of the names anymore. Now, why did that bring them pleasure? Because mm-hmm. anyone that's been in the parsha of, uh, you know, coming to shul like this, and not talking to anybody on certain mornings when a game just finished in America, because you can't talk to anybody. I got We've had this before, right? Right? Because I, I, I can't find out the scores. As opposed to, I can't talk to anybody right now because mom is shifchi kamayim libech nechach b'nei Hashem. So if that's not your hisrakshus anymore, that's a simchadika thing. That's a wonderful thing, right? But at least you know that's in you. Right? So it's true, I can use it. So even for that person, that a person that already is passionate, but it's not necessarily the way that he wants to be passionate about, 
This safer is for him who. And he's saying over here, we're covering all grounds. Yeah, Eli. This, this is really a manual of emotional maturity. Right? Definitely. And, and it's, it's interesting because on one hand we cultivate <clears throat> sympathy and empathy, but if it's unbridled, it can mess you up huge. Right? So you need to develop the groundwork so that you, it's like a, it's a hot but it's just a muscle. Right? You need to develop the muscle from all the different angles. You need to, because if you're just using one machine and you're just moving it in one direction, that's great, but then you get hit from another angle, you're finished. Right. Right. You need to learn, you need to learn. Nahon. You know, grow sticks and manual and, and fine motor skills emotionally. Nahon. This is an amazing. Now, the taina that can have on a safer like this would be are you trying to make people unnatural? No, Dafka, the most natural thing. I agree with you, but you hear the lot, you hear the Shaila. <laughs> Are you actually trying to tamper with people's uh, natural state of being? And the answer is, well, we actually are, but that, that's what we're, isn't that what we're here to do in this world? The Torah says, meaning I, it's true. In my nature, there, there is something. I'm in this world for it to be tampered. I'm not here to just stay the same that I was and be the most pristine, clean. You know, I'll just say something that it's a little bit austere what you said before, but... The Tzanzer Rebbe said, Avram Avinu in his Teva initially mm-hmm. was actually the biggest Kamtsan in the world. Mm-hmm. He was the most stingiest person in the world. Mm-hmm. So first, what did he have to do? He had to break his Teva to become an Ish Chesed. Perhaps that's why we don't really know anything about him the first 75 years of his life because maybe mm-hmm. that was just the 75 years of being a big stingy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Shnor or whatever. Then we meet him when he has to start going to the world of Chesed. And then it's again to go back to, to who he was. So, the Indian here is not, we come into this world perfect, we actually don't. There's another Pasuk from Tehillim, David HaMelech speaks about this, that even our way of coming into this world is with some kind of a chisaron. You know what, this is the Ishbitzer, has a long title on this. It says in Tehillim, Bechet yechematna imi. That means that with, with, Whatever, this is going to open the parasha for something big, but it means that Hashem designed the world that the only way we can come into this world is through lust. Even if it's a holy lust, there's one ounce of maybe when it's not a million percent Kodesh Kodashim that brings about the formation of us, of human, of, of human beings, right? And the more sensitive you are in this world, the more you spend your life trying to do a tikkun for that. Mm. That, that the Ishbitzer says in, in Pashas Vayetze, and also in Pashas Vayelech, because he says a Geval thing there. It says, in Vayelech it says, Vayelech Moshe. How old is Moshe Rabbeinu during the words Vayelech Moshe? How old is he? hundred and either 119 and 364 days oh, or 120. It's either the day before he dies or the day he dies. It's either Vav Adar or Zayn Adar in his 119th or 20th year, right? So Vayelech is Lashan Tirda. He's walking around. Something's bothering him. The Ishbitza said, what was bothering him? He said he realized how to fix everything else in the world. But the last thing in the world he couldn't realize how to fix is that Indian that's basically imbued within my teva, how do you fix it? So what does Moshe Rabbeinu give over in that Vayelech? 
he, he says that he saw there's a mitzvah of hakel. And the mitzvah of hakel is the tikkun for that inyan of basically the way my parents brought me into this world has some kind of problem with it. Because what's hakel? Hakel, parents get schar for bringing their children to hear Torah, even if they don't even understand anything. The Torah says, right? Whatever. This is a bombshell of, of Ishbit's depth that we're trying to knock off in, t- in 10 seconds. But the, po- the point, what we're trying to remember is over here, to the person that has a taina, chas v'shalom, on the Piyasetz Nerebbe, saying you're tampering with people's nature. So Aleph, we said, we don't call that tampering. But Bez, if you want to call it like changing it up and whatever, what else are we here to do in this world? Just like discover the real I and be, be okay with People are always saying, I want to find the real me. What if the, what if the real me that I find in its teva is an obnoxious, uh, immoral person? But hey, it's all about being the me, the real me. So what are you trying to do? What's the avoda? Finding the real me and just being okay with it? It's not a Jewish concept. Yiddish concept is exactly the opposite of it. And the Rebbe says the only thing is people don't know that it's possible. And even if they know it's possible, they don't have any training or guidance in it. That's what this Sefer is all about. Training and guidance to go to the places of becoming, what did you say before, spiritually mature? Emotionally mature. Emotionally mature. mature. Want to say something? Yeah. Please. I I, I heard this in the name of Nachman. I always liked it, which is, don't let the highs be too high and the lows be too low. And I, I, I like that because on one hand, you're, oh, you're, you're playing safe. But hmm. I think back to, uh, for example, Pesach two years ago. I mean, I, I, I struggle with this like, in, in that the uh, Malachim Abbas is out there. This is at the height of Corona. We're in lockdown. The state, it's got to be This is the night it's happening. Like, like. Mashiach's coming, like, this, this, this is, it, it's happening, and, and it didn't. But, is that the right way, that level of excitement, of, of, of believing that, like, letting that high, so to speak, get to you, and then being, so to speak, let down after that? And, and I, I just, I don't know. On one hand, I'm, like, jealous because, wow, I wish I believed Mashiach was coming, and then, like, what happens if it doesn't? That's playing it safe, but yet... It's like, I just want to keep in the game. I don't know if he's coming or not. I just don't want to let the highs be too high. I don't want to let the lows be too low. I think back to that hmm. particular incident. Because remember what was... you did. You called us in for a, a Zoom. Erev Pesach, you remember this? Yeah, that's right. Brenner, you were on it. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it, was, it was right after Mincha. And you called us in for a Zoom. And you said you actually were preparing us to not experience the high. Very good. Not, not preparing, like, I don't want you to experience the high. You were asking everyone, what, what's going to be tonight if you open the door if Shvoch HaMascha and Eliyahu Navi isn't there? Because, yeah. Last do you remember that? <laughs> I, I remember. No, no, very good. Because I remember, because I remember like, hey guys, and I'm telling the Rebbe saying, hey guys, you better get ready to open up that door right. and Eliyahu Navi's going to be there. Right. Like, this is it, folks. Right. And, yeah, I don't know. Nothing. I buy it, so maybe he's talking to me. Hey, Yas, you need I'm struggling with that. Is I there don't a know. that you have to be mitzapel Yeshua? It's also it's, an, it's it's also in the nusach of meaning right. you. But yeah, but you have to be mitzapel Yeshua, but in a spiritual, in a in a trained manner, maybe. 
Right? Yeah. He's addressing. Yeah. What I said was that coming from a place of darkness? Was that coming from a place of spiritual, of emotional immaturity? Lahefech. I think that's a very mature approach to wanting to to be mentally stable. Uh, And do you know how many people lost their minds after Gimel Tamuz? Did you know how many people lost their minds even? There are many different stages in life where there was this expectation of, listen, this is going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, it may mean that I don't want it that badly. That's, that's such a warp. That's such a, very, such a dangerous place to go to. How do, you give over that, how do you give that over to your child? Well, what do you mean? The Midrash says, Kol dor right? We have all these Midrashim that weigh so heavy on us on a level of guilt and this is training us to understand that even if things we know them to be logically correct or logically we know things are incorrect, how does it, how do, how does it play with my emotions? So I think it's a very good, I think it's a great thing you're bringing up and I think this will be addressed as well. Look, there are, there's scores, I mean, really, maybe even hundreds of teenagers and post-teenagers that uh, they thought for sure the Geula was coming, and that there was n- they're not going to take down the shoal in Gush Katif. Very good. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're, yeah. They're living on the streets of Jerusalem. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I don't want to talk about what's happening there, but like this is like, yeah. but from that place of absolute surety, the Geula is coming, and there's no way it's going to happen. It, it, like you're saying, it could be a very dangerous Absolutely. Nachon Meod. From 1992, or with the Rebbe, a lot of people... Oh, yeah, people. yeah. No, no, Gimel Tammuz is, is 94, but, but the height towards it, you know, that started already in, like, in, in 89, 90 already. There was, like, the talk was already, and that's, you know, that's, this is 30, this is over 30 years ago already. Bar Kochva, is an amazing, Bar Kochva is an amazing thing. You know, it's interesting how we relate to Bar Kochva. Uh, we have a very weird relationship with Bar Kochva. Bar Kuziba was he was he one of the greats and was he one of the greatest people in Jewish history? Not the way I was taught to know. Well, one second. Who thought he was Mashiach? Oh, Rabbi Akiva. <laughs> this is crazy, right? But Rabbi Akiva also had to go on his level of some kind of a training of emotions, and and so do we. So it's exciting stuff. It's a very healthy. Everyone should feel very spiritually mature right now that that you're coming to share like this with us. I'm